morning, brothers and sisters. Can we turn to First Peter chapter one? First Peter chapter one. We'll start reading from verse three. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away reserved in heaven for you. Who are protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials. So that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. And then verse 13. Therefore, prepare your minds for action, keep sober in spirit, fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Can we bow with a word of prayer? Lord, we thank you that once again we can come before your word. Lord, as we live in this very uncertain time, Lord, we thank you that your word is certain. Your word is sure. So Lord, we ask this morning that once again you may speak to each one of our hearts. Lord, if somehow we have lost our way, Lord, you may show us the way. Lord, that we may once again be reminded of our purpose in living on this earth. That you may help us focus on the things that matter. So Lord, we entrust this time into your hands. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, 
Do you feel that the last year has been really tough? 你是否有感觉这过去的一年是非常的艰难 ？Do you feel somehow that the pandemic has really drained you？ 你是不是有感觉这个疫情似乎把你的所有力气都拿去了 ？Do we feel tired as believers？ 啊，作为一个信徒，是不是你很疲倦 ？Do we feel tired of Zoom meetings？ 你是不是很不受受不了 Zoom 的聚会 ？Some people call 2020 as the worst year ever。有一些人说， 2020年是最糟糕的一年。Whether it's the pandemic， 不管是疫情 ；Whether it's the political environment， 不管是政治的环境。But what is your thought？ 那你觉得呢 ？Do you think 2020 was a bad year？ 你是否觉得2020是一个很糟糕的一年吗 ？When 2020 was coming to an end， 啊，当2020年结束的时候 ，People were cheering， 有很多人在欢呼。They were saying good riddance， 他们会说真好，这年过去了。But brothers and sisters, were you cheering too？ 弟兄姐妹，你是否有欢呼呢 ？But when we read in First Peter chapter one， 我们在彼得前书第一章 ，and we read in verse three， 我们在第三节读到 ，Peter reminds us that。啊，彼得提醒我们，啊、uh, ，We have been born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead。啊，他说借耶稣基督从死里复活重生了我们。Brothers and sisters,、啊、do we realize？ 我们是否认识到 ？That we have been born again to a living hope。我们被重生了，叫我们有活泼的盼望。Now it's a very interesting phrase, living hope. 啊，这个活泼的盼望是很特别的一句话。Why is it a living hope? 为什么是一个活泼的盼望呢 ？Because if we read in First Timothy, 因为你如果看呢提摩太前书 ，in chapter four and verse ten，、啊、在第四第四啊第四章的第十节。It says, "For it is for,、uh, for it is for this we labor and strive, because we have fixed our hope on the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of believers." So we work hard to Brothers and sisters, because he is living. Oh, 弟兄姐妹，因为他是永远活着的。That is why we have a living hope. 所以我们有一个活泼的盼望。Do you trust that he is the God of today? 你是否信靠他是今日的神 ？Do you trust that he is living today? 你是否信靠他今天就活着 ？Do you trust that he is interested in our every day? 你是否信靠说他对我们的每一一每一天都有兴趣 ？Do you trust that he is a god of purpose？ 你是否相信他是有一个目标目的的神 ？And even today， 甚至今天 ，he is after something。他是要得着一些事。Brothers and sisters， we ought to be reminded that we have a living hope。弟兄姐妹，我们需要被提醒，我们有一个活泼的盼望。He is the god of today。他是今日的神。Brothers and sisters， we are not to despair。弟兄姐妹，我们不应当忧忧虑。We are not to be tired。我们不应当疲倦。Because we have this living hope。因为我们有这个活泼的盼望。Because we trust in a living God。因为我们信靠一个永生的神。And we trust that He is working out His purpose and will in our lives。我们也相信他在我们生命里面要做出一个他的目的。Do we recognize that, brothers and sisters？ 我们是否认识到这一点 ？In Revelation 1:18, the Lord said, "I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore." 啊，在启示录第一章第十八节，他说。
Brothers and sisters, he's not just alive. He said, I will build my church. Lord, he, the Lord is doing something in our lives. So, brothers and sisters, we are not to live on passively. But we are to live on actively. And so, if we continue to read in 1 Peter chapter 3, and we know that we have this living hope, and then Peter goes on. Because he says, 他说, Because we are to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. 他说可以得着不能朽坏, Brothers and sisters, 啊, 弟兄姐妹, the Lord is preparing something. Uh, we are to obtain an inheritance. And we'll speak a little bit more about this later. But he continues on. He said, For salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. And then in verse 9. Obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. Brothers and sisters, isn't that an interesting phrase? What does it mean to obtain as an outcome the salvation of your souls? Haven't we already been saved? How come as we will obtain as the outcome of our faith the salvation of our souls. So in some ways, what Peter is saying is this. We have a living hope because we are going to be saved. What are we going to be saved from? What are we going to be saved unto? This is the crux of why we have such a hope. Now, we know in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, in verse 23, it reads, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete. Now when God saves us, He saves us completely. And Paul here reminds us that we are spirit, soul, and body. So brothers and sisters, God's salvation is not just our spirit, but for our soul and our body as well. Now, we thank the Lord. When the Lord spoke to Nicodemus, He said, you have to be born again. You have to be born of the Spirit. And He said, you, um, um, uh, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it. You do not know where it's coming and where it's going. So is the Spirit. So He reminds us that um, the word Spirit 
in the New Testament. Actually, in the Old Testament as well. The word spirit is the same word as the word wind. So the spirit is like a breath of air. So uh, the Lord said, you have to be born again. Uh, you have to be born of the Spirit. So we know that in John chapter 20, verse 22, after the Lord rose from the dead, uh, the Bible says He breathed on the disciples. Uh, he said, Re- receive the Holy Spirit. So they were born again. So brothers and sisters, just like when you were little, when we were born from our mother's womb, the doctor's focus at those first few minutes is that we can breathe. So, uh, in, the, in the old days, they used to spank the kids. Now they have better methods. But the important thing is, you can breathe that first breath of air. Because then, the breath of life enters you. So we thank the Lord that He gave us His Holy Spirit. When we accept Jesus as our Savior, the Holy Spirit comes in. He has the breath of spiritual life. And we are born again. Now when Adam and Eve sinned, and they rebelled against God, their spirits died. They could no longer have fellowship with God. But thank the Lord, we who have been saved, now we can have fellowship with God. We can call Him our Abba Father. We can worship Him in spirit and in truth. We can commune with Him. What a wonderful thing. But brothers and sisters, very interesting. The way we are born again happens in an instant. If you accept Him as your Savior, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you are saved. We are born again. Our, our spirits are quickened. We come to life. But brothers and sisters, Paul tells us that we are to be saved, not just the spirit, but also our soul and our body. Now, one day when the Lord comes back, Paul reminds us that we are going to resurrect if we have died. And if we are alive, we will be raptured. And Paul says, in the twinkling of an eye, the perishable will take on the imperishable. So our bodies are going to be transformed. Now, today, you probably watch what you eat. You, you, uh, you have to remember to exercise. And uh, uh, my nephew told me that at one point he was exercising at least an, an hour and a half every day. 
呃，我的外甥提醒我，他一天要运动一个半小时。That's why he he looks much better than I do. 所以他看起来比我好多了。He's got big arms. 他的很壮。But he spends a lot of time. 可是他花很多时间。But brothers and sisters, 弟兄姐妹 ，thankfully, 感谢主 ，in a twinkling of an eye， 在一刹那之间 ，we're going to receive a new body. 我们会得到一个新的身体。Now for some sisters. Maybe use a lot of cream for your wrinkles. 呃，也许很多姐妹用一些化妆品来遮住皱纹，或许一些弟兄也这样。But thank the Lord. 可是感谢主。When he comes, 当他来的时候 ，we're going to receive a new body. 我们会得到一个新的身体。And、uh, we will receive a, a body of glory. 我们会得到一个荣耀的身体。And think about it. If we're going to be raptured, it better be able to breathe really high up. 呃，我想你如果被提的话，你一定要能够在很高空那样能够呼吸。And the、uh, and the Lord gives us some hints. So, but, uh, 神也给我们一些呃呃呃事情 After the Lord resurrected, he still was able to eat. 呃，当主复活了以后，他还吃了些东西 So I'm sure, especially the Chinese brothers and sisters, would be happy that you can still eat. 所以，也许中国的弟兄姐妹会很高兴，我们复我们被提了以后还是可以吃东西 And then the Lord suddenly appeared in their midst. 然后主就突突然出现在他们当中，所以身体好像可以穿过墙一样。这不是我们今天要看的。弟兄姐妹，这乃是身体的得赎。But brothers and sisters, what what Peter is reminding us of here is this. 呃，彼得在这里提醒我们。Why is it that we are to have a living hope? 我们为什么要有一个活泼的盼望呢 ？Because he said that. Ultimately, we're going to obtain an outcome of our faith, the salvation of our souls. 呃，因为我们最终是要得着灵魂的救恩。So, if we come back to verse six, 我们回到第六节。In this, you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been stressed by various trials. 呃，你，呃 ，verse six, chapter one, verse six. 呃，你们大有喜乐，但如今在百般的试炼中暂时忧愁。Brothers and sisters, why is it that we have trials? 啊，弟兄姐妹，为什么我们会有试炼呢 ？Because this is the process by which our souls can be saved. 因为是借着这一个呃过程，我们的魂得到得救。Goes on that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire. May be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 叫你们的信心既被试验，就比那被火试验仍然能坏的金子更显宝贵，可以在耶稣基督显现的时候得到称赞、荣耀、尊贵。Brothers and sisters, ultimately there's going to be glory. 啊，弟兄姐妹，终究会有荣耀。What does the glory mean? 这个荣耀是什么意思呢 ？Glory is when we become like the Like the Lord Jesus. Ah,、uh, 荣耀就是当我们变得像主耶稣一样 In other words, we be conformed to the image of His Son. 也就是我们被磨成像他儿子的模样 So, brothers and sisters, 弟兄姐妹 Now, yes, we have the life of Christ. Ah,、uh, 我们现在是有基督的生命 We have been born again. 我们被重生了 But the Lord has to do some some deeper work. 可是主耶稣需要做一个更深的工作 Because that life has to grow up. 因为那个生命需要成长 That life is not just to grow up. 这个生命不单单要成长， But that life has to us, 啊，它需要充满我们， has to us, 它需要改变我们， so、that we 
What is our living hope, brothers and sisters? Our living hope is that we're going to become someone different. We're not going to stay the way we are today. So, brothers and sisters, we reminded that the Lord um, uh, spoke in the book of Mark. What is the secret to salvation of the soul? If we read in Mark chapter 8, Mark chapter 8 and verse 34. And he summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Brothers and sisters, in verse 35, it says, For whoever wishes to save his life, this word life is actually in the Greek, the word Soul. So in other words, we can read it for whoever wishes to save his soul will lose it, but whoever loses his soul for my sake and the gospel will save it. So, brothers and sisters, Peter talks about the salvation of the soul. But the Lord here gives a secret of how we save that soul. But the secret is, whoever loses his soul for my sake will save it. So, brothers and sisters, Maybe we need to take a step back. What is the soul? Now, when God created us, He created spirit, soul, and body. Now, we were the only creature that's created in the image of God. And we know that each of us have a different personality. We all are very different. But what makes us different is our soul. And we know that the soul is made up of the mind, the will, and the emotion. I think, therefore I am. And uh, if you if you uh, look, watch a child prodigy, and they're able to play the piano or the violin, they're able to process thousands of notes. 
in a very short period of time. It's wonderful. So a wonderful mind. And that's why we have people like Albert Einstein. And we have these wonderful minds. We have some wonderful minds in our midst too. Uh, our brother Isaac is in the back. Ed is in the front. So I don't need to go on. But the, uh, the, the will. So God created us that we have our own volition. We can decide to do this. We can decide what to eat. Do we want to drink coffee? Do we want to drink tea? We make many choices. We like different colors. Some brothers and sisters like to wear black. Some like to wear red. So we all have different preferences. Some of us like sports. Some of us like music. And then finally, uh, 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 we have emotions. Uh, we love. We hate. Uh, this is who we are. And each of us are developed differently. Now, uh, many would say that John was very developed in his mind. He was a thinker. And you probably know some thinkers. They probably don't talk a lot. But when they say something, you probably have to listen. Because they thought a lot about what they were going to say. And then you have people like Peter. Who never thought before he spoke. Oh, in modern days, he will always put his foot in his mouth. So he did whatever came to mind. He was very emotional. He said, Lord, I'm never going uh, uh, to uh, uh, deny you. Lord, you can't go to the cross. He was such an emotional guy. And then there was Paul, a man of the will. He decided that he was going to go to Rome, he went to Rome. Even though he was in chains. And many people say that those that are very determined, that's a nice way to put it. If you live with someone that's very determined, you would call them very stubborn. But they usually are the ones that are really successful. So brothers and sisters, God created us in His image. Now we know God is a God of wisdom. And so he gave us a spark of that wisdom became our mind. God is love. That's why he gave us a spark of his love. And that's why we have the emotion. God is a God who decides. So he gave us a will. 
so he created wonderfully in his image. But brothers and sisters, when God created us, he established an order. His desire was that we would partake of the tree of life. So as we partook of the tree of life, it spoke about our dependence on him. And somehow our spirits would be yielded to his spirit. And then our souls would obey our spirit. And then our souls would tell our bodies what to do. So then we would know how to follow the Lord. We know that we ought to hate sin. We are to love God. We would follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. We would know that we are to read His Word. And then our body would carry out God's purpose. Now as man began, began uh, 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 were fruitful and multiplied on this earth. This whole earth will be filled with those that obey the Holy Spirit. And then the glory of God will fill the earth. Now that was God's plan. But brothers and sisters, unfortunately man decided to declare dependence on God. That I don't really need God. So he partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So from that day on, man started to live independently. So man started to love the wrong things. Man started to love sin. Man started to hate God. Even today, people hate God. And the Lord said, they will even hate you who follow him. Uh, but brothers and sisters, not only that, now it's not just the, the, the fact that we disobey God, but now the body has now taken control of our soul. So brothers and sisters, isn't it true? Now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think 20% of the population has some sort of insomnia. Yeah, we should be able to tell our bodies, go to sleep. But we cannot. We should tell our bodies that we don't need to smoke. And you heard, you've heard this many times that Mark Twain said, you know, quitting smoke is the easiest thing. He quit over a hundred times. So uh, I don't know if you ever listened to some of these gambling advertisements. Uh, you know, on the radio here, you know, hear about DraftKings and other things. 
你也许在收音机上会听到一些关于这个赌博的事。And then said, "Well, if you have a problem, call one eight hundred gamblers." 啊，你如果有这个赌博的问题的话，你可以打这个一八零零。Because man cannot help himself. 因为人没有办法控制自己。And so you see today, uh, in high schools, 所以今天在高中里，kids, uh, vape. 哦，他们有些人啊，他们孩子他们吸一些那种烟。it's it's the smokeless uh you know smokeless nicotine basically. And then they take all sorts of other drugs. Man cannot help himself. Now we know that the divorce rate is over 50%. And the number number one cause of divorce infidelity. Man cannot control himself. So, brothers and sisters, now we see the problem. So, um, and and uh, that's why Paul mentions in Galatians chapter five. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident. Which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. 仇恨、争竞、嫉恨、恼怒、结党、纷争、异端、嫉妒、醉酒、荒宴等类。我从前告诉你们，现在又告诉你们，行这样事的人必不能承受神的果。Brothers and sisters, what is the flesh? 弟兄姐妹，肉体是什么？The flesh is the corrupt and sinful soul and body. 啊，这个肉体就是啊，这个呃身体里面的那个呃罪恶的一个呃魂。so it's the outward manifestation of sin. It's the outward expression of what's in our soul. So brothers and sisters, you see, these are kind of the outward uh, 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 carrying out that which our soul wants. So now you see what's expressed. Now, um, Paul talks about in Romans the law of sin and death. What does that mean? Uh, there is a law about life. So if you have and you plant an apple tree, it's gonna grow an apple. It will never grow an orange. There's a certain law about that life. That what comes out is gonna be apples. So brothers and sisters, there is a law of sin and death. There's a law of what's going to be expressed out of out of our soul life. Because we sin against God. What comes out 
are these things? Oh, Isn't it true, brothers and sisters? Even after we're saved, isn't it true? That we have outbursts of anger. Some of us will call it a bad temper. So, brothers and sisters, these are the outward manifestations of what's inside of us. And it's very ugly. Now, I don't know if you remember the story in Genesis 24 about one of uh, Jacob's daughter, Dina. She was going about, and then this man by the name of Shechem took interest in her. And then he violated her. Now, when her brothers found out, they were so angry. And, uh, and then Hamor, who was the father of Shechem, came and approached him and said, Hey, can my son Shechem marry Dina? Because he loved her. And what did the brothers do? So, oh, yeah, sure. But all the men of the city had to be circumcised. And then after the, on the third day, the Bible says when they were still in pain, the brothers came and killed all of them. Plundered their things. Took away the women and the children. And then Jacob said, You have made us odious in the sight of the, these men. Brothers and sisters, why does the Bible say an eye for an eye? And a tooth for a tooth. Because God knows what's in us. God knows what the soul life is like. God knows what the flesh is like. Because if someone takes one of our eyes, we're going to want to take two of their eyes. If they knock a tooth, for, from us. We want to knock all their teeth out. Because God knows the ugliness in our hearts. Brothers and sisters, this is the flesh. This is our soul life. So brothers and sisters, you see the ugliness of it. So what is the work that the Lord is doing? Now brothers and sisters, don't underestimate the soul life. Now, the divorce rate among unbelievers is 50%. It's similar amongst believers. Why is that? Because we all have a soul life. Our souls need to be saved. Our souls need to be delivered. Because brothers and sisters, and when people talk about, you know, um, a happy marriage, and if you go to, like, well, you don't really go to bookstores today anymore. Okay, but if you go to Amazon, 
Make sure you go on a date night every week. This is the secret to happy marriage. But brothers and sisters, those are all outward things. The problem is what's inside. We can try to use outward things to package things. We can try to use outward methods to help. We go to counseling sessions. Maybe we spend thousands of dollars. But is that going to help us? As a matter of fact, the Lord only gave us one way. And has only given us one solution. Now the Lord knew that what was in us. God already declared that we were hopeless. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Paul says, I don't do the things I want to do, and the things I want to do, I don't do. Who is going to deliver me? But thank the Lord. There is a way. There is a path. And that is the salvation of our souls. So brothers and sisters, sometimes maybe we hold out hope that somehow we can improve ourselves. If I just hold it in, then some of these things will not happen. But brothers and sisters, um, it's all it's still in us. Uh, you know, I, I find myself oftentimes, uh, you know, after this wonderful, uh, wonderful time of breaking of bread and listening to the message on the Lord's Day. You know, it doesn't take long. I drive out on on Flushing Street, and then someone cuts me off. And then very quickly, this the flesh comes out. And then uh, my dad used to describe it as a flesh attack. Well, a heart attack is when you have a bad heart and then your body starts to show evidence of a bad heart. A flesh attack is just a reflection of the fact that of a corrupted soul inside of us. So brothers and sisters, so what is the Lord then to do? So now, this is what Peter was talking about. Brothers and sisters, we come back to what we said earlier. We have this pandemic going on. Very frustrating. 
And as, as Peter would say, he said, you have been distressed by various trials. Brothers and sisters, Romans, we, we hear about Romans 8.28 very often. All things work together for good. For those who love God. And are called according to his purpose. But do we really believe that? Have we apprehended that? Brothers and sisters, have we taken a hold of the opportunities that the Holy Spirit has given us? What is it that he's doing? On a daily basis. Why did he give us the spouse that he gave us? Or the boss that he gave us? Or the kids that he gave us? Or the co-workers he gave us? Or the brothers and sisters he's given us? Because brothers and sisters, he is saving our soul. He is Conforming us to the image of His Son. But brothers and sisters, something very practical. Because the Lord only gave one solution. And that is the cross. Matthew 8.34 That if we want to save our soul, we're going to lose it. Brothers, it is very interesting. In warfare, you ask any general for you to win a war, you have to win each individual battle. That's very important. So, you know, even you talk about the civil war. Uh, the Battle of Gettysburg, was that civil war? Oh, Gettysburg, or Revolutionary War. I don't know. Anyway, Civil War. Okay, thank you, Bruce. So, so though you had some really critical battles uh, that you have to win for you to win the war. But it's very interesting. So you think that if you win a, a battle, Ultimately, you're going to win the war. But the Lord says something completely opposite. For you to win the war, you have to lose the battles. think about it. When you have a discussion with your spouse, or and sometimes that escalates into an argument, isn't most of the times a, a fight about who's right? So uh, my daughter, she wrote a song, and this was directed at her brother. And the song goes like this. I'm right. And you're wrong. And that's his and that's the way it's gonna be. So brothers and sisters, isn't that what it is? I'm right. And you're wrong. And sometimes 
you try to outsmart your spouse. 有的时候你想要比你的配偶好像更聪明一些。You try to make a good argument. 你想要有一个好的辩辩论。And you talk about all the things that you did for them. 你可以讲到你为他们所做的事情。And all the things that they didn't do for you. 很多他们没有对你做的事。So the argument is about who's going to win that battle. 所以这个争论是说你要谁能够赢这个战役。It's about emphasizing my right. 啊，要提到呃，要呃，我的权利。This country is about freedom of speech. 哦，这个国家是有言论的自由。I should be able to say whatever I want. 我应该想说什么就说什么。So in the same way. 啊，同样的。We feel that we um uh uh we have a right. 我们觉得我们有这个权利。But brothers and sisters. 弟兄姐妹。When you emphasize your right. 啊，当你特别注重你的权利。And you may be on the right, correct side. 也或许你是呃对的。Maybe your spouse was wrong and you were right. 啊，或许你的配偶是错的，然后你是对的。But brothers and sisters. 可是弟兄姐妹。What does the Lord say? 主说什么呢 ？If you want to follow me. 如果你要跟随我。You take up your cross. 你要。Deny yourself, take up the cross, and follow me. 你就当舍己，背起你的十字架来跟从我。What does the cross mean? 十字架是什么意思 ？It's to cross us out. 乃是把我们都除掉。It's to forego that right. 啊，就是放弃你的权利。So brothers and sisters, 弟兄姐妹 ，It's very practical. 这是很实际的。Have we heard the Holy Spirit? 你有没有听到圣灵 ？Maybe we're in an argument. 我们在争论的时候 ，The Holy Spirit says, 圣灵说 ，Stop. 停。Don't say it anymore. 不要再说话了。Take up the cross and follow me. 背起你的十字架来跟从我。It's okay to lose that battle. 你输掉这个战役没关系。When there's a brothers' meeting. You don't agree with your brother. Ah, you 对你不同意你的弟兄。But everybody else agrees. Ah, 可是别人都同意。Well, what are you gonna do? 你要怎么办呢 ？You gonna fight for your right? 你会要争取你的权利吗 ？And speak up? 你要讲话吗 ？But then the Holy Spirit says, stop. 可是弟呃圣灵说停。Brothers and sisters, 弟兄姐妹。This is the secret of saving our souls. Ah, 这就是那。Brothers and sisters, this is a secret to a happy marriage. This is a secret to how to interact with our bosses. So when we read in Galatians chapter five, we read in Galatians In verse 16, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. 我说你们当顺着圣灵而行，就不放纵肉体的情欲了。For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. 因为情欲和圣灵相争，圣灵和情欲相争。这两个是彼此相敌，使你们不能做所愿意做的。But brothers, this is here. The secret is to walk by the Spirit. 所以弟兄姐妹，这个呃呃秘诀是我们顺着圣灵而行。Brothers and sisters, when we uphold our own right, 啊，当你坚持你的呃权利的时候 ，Or in other words, we want to do what the soul wants us to do. 或是你就呃做魂要你做的事。It may make you feel good for a little bit of time. You may feel good for a little bit of time. Think about sin. You think about sin. It may make you feel good for maybe a few minutes. Maybe you feel good for maybe a few minutes. Maybe you feel good for maybe a few minutes. Maybe you feel good for maybe a few minutes. Maybe you feel good for maybe a few minutes. Maybe you feel good for mayb
But afterwards, and again, I borrow what my dad used to say, feels like you swallowed a dead rat. Think about it. So when you kind of an outburst of anger, you may feel good to like get it out. But maybe you feel good for maybe one minute. And then afterwards, you think, wow, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So brothers and sisters, isn't that true? Same thing with all these other things. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh. The Holy Spirit said, don't go to that website. So no, no, I have to do it. And then you sin. Maybe you feel good for a short period of time. But what does the Bible say? In Romans chapter 8. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. So brothers and sisters, so the mind set on the flesh is death. It may feel good for a short period of time, but afterwards you feel miserable, because it only brings death. It only brings ugliness. It only ruins your relationship with your spouse. It ruins your relationship with God. It ruins your relationship with brothers and sisters. Have you ever had a time when you said something to a brother or sister? And then afterwards it's like, I shouldn't have said that. But it's like an arrow that's gone out. Have you said something to your kids? I'm the dad. I'm the mom. I know better. My favorite, uh, I always say, you know, you weren't even born when I did this XYZ. Brothers and sisters, don't we all do that? And then we feel miserable afterwards. Brothers and sisters, don't you feel that's how our relationships are destroyed because of what's in us. Are we like Paul that can say, who's going to deliver us? But thank the Lord. The Lord has given us a secret. So that's why Paul says, walk in the Spirit. Listen to the anointing within. So, brothers and sisters, the secret is this. The Lord already declared our Adamic life as hopeless. So, what does it mean when we take up our cross and follow the Lord? What does deny ourselves mean? It means to deny our soul life. Now I want to live 
from an exchange life that I already have. I want to live out the life of Christ that's in me. So um that's why in Galatians chapter five it describes what that life is in verse twenty two, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Against such things there is no law. Because if we allow that life to live out, the fruit that comes out is all these things that you see. Now, as that life of Christ grows in us, it starts to permeate everything we do. We come back to what God originally created us to be. That our spirits obey the Holy Spirit. Now our souls obey the Spirit. We start to carry out the purpose of God. And then there is glory. Then there is testimony. Then people will see, wow, the life of Christ in them. So, brothers and sisters, For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. And then it goes on to say, For you have not received the spirit of slavery, but a, a spirit of adoption as sons. Now we've spoken about the fact that God is after sonship. After maturity. We are to be like Him. But verse 14 gives us the secret. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. If every day we're being led by the Spirit, we walk by the Spirit, then we are the sons of God. We have been, uh, we can enter into sonship. That's the secret to enter into maturity. So, brothers and sisters, what is our living hope? The living hope that even while it is today, the Holy Spirit is arranging our environment. And in recent months, the pandemic, and then all that comes with it, 
Our children's schooling, uh, some hybrid, some remote. We're not able to meet physically like we did in the past. We have to go on Zoom. All of the things that come with this. Maybe some have lost their jobs. But brothers and sisters, we have a living hope. And we should be encouraged because the Lord is doing work today. Do you feel you have a living hope? Every day, Lord, thank you because you're changing me. Thank you that I don't have to stay the same way I used to be. Thank you that my soul was so big. Thank you that you're reducing me. Because something better is going to come out. Your life is going to grow in me. This is the living hope. So, brothers and sisters, that's why Peter then goes on to say in verse 13 Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, we are not to be discouraged. We are to be encouraged. We are to be alert. We are not to be sleepy. But it's very practical, brothers and sisters. What does it mean to be alert? If we turn to Ephesians, uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, it says this. For this reason it says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Therefore be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time, because the days are evil. Indeed, the days are evil today. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, very practically, what does it mean to fall asleep? It means to live life as however we want to. It's to live out that soul life. To satisfy the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the boastful pride of life. Brothers and sisters, are we asleep? Are we caught up by these unimportant things? All these things are going to pass away. But Paul reminds us, you are to be filled with the Spirit. What does it mean to be alert? It's to walk by the Spirit. Isn't it interesting? Right after this, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Then in verse 22 it says, Why be subject to your husbands? 
What does it mean to make our days count? Is when we walk by the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, we already said this. When, when our spirits were saved, it was an instant. We believed, we are born again. When our bodies are going to be saved, in a twinkling of an eye, our bodies are going to be transformed. So what is the Lord doing today? What is Peter talking about obtaining as an outcome the salvation of your souls? Maybe the Lord gives us 30 years or 40 years or 50 years. He is saving our souls. What is the answer? We have to lose our soul to save it. The secret is to allow His life to live out through us. In very practical ways. Brothers and sisters, do we want to emphasize our own rights? Do we want to live the way we used to live? Is our language the same language that we had before we were saved? Is our behavior like the way it used to be? What guards our life every day? Do we listen to the still small voice? As we carry out our business, how am I going to spend my time? Should I be reading the word? Or uh, watch a really interesting show or play a good video game. Or spend time on my phone. Brothers and sisters, we can just waste our life away. And make our days not count. Or we can make our days count. Allow the Lord to do a work in us. We are to have a living hope. And we are to be so glad because He's changing us. So that one day when we get to eternity, we're not going to stay the same way we are today. Brothers and sisters, do you want to be the way you are today in eternity? I certainly don't. May we let the Lord do a work in us. Brothers and sisters, it's so easy for us to get discouraged. But brothers and sisters, we ought to be encouraged. He interested in delivering each one of us. And the great outcome is the salvation of our souls. The outcome is that we may become like Him. The outcome is that we may become sons. 
We can become mature. What people can see in us is the patience of Christ. The love of Christ. The gentleness of Christ. Can be manifested in our lives. Brothers and sisters, not just our lives individually. But of course, corporately. That's why he puts us together. So that all of us together can represent and reflect who he is. And then there will be glory. Brothers and sisters, when the Lord ascended to the Mount of Transfiguration, when when he was transfigured, his face shone like the sun. And his clothing was white. It was a reflection of what was inside of him. In some ways, you could say it was a perfected soul. The Lord was able to say, Not my will, but thy will be done. You could see a will that was perfected. How he loved us. He was willing to descend from that mountain. He set his face to Jerusalem. A self-sacrificing love. Brothers and sisters, what a wonderful Savior. He loved the will of God. He loved us. And he said, Not my will, but thy will be done. Brothers and sisters, this is glory. Our, our brother Dana last week said, We have this blessed hope. That what was not, that what was real in Christ, not just be in him. But it can be realized in each one of us. How is it that we can live a life on earth as it is in heaven? By walking in the Spirit. By obeying Him every day. Laying hold of every opportunity. Brothers and sisters, we have a living hope. Because the Lord is living. He's not just living, but He's a doing and active work. Are we willing to cooperate with Him? No matter the circumstance, brothers and sisters, this is our wonderful hope. He's doing a wonderful work. May we learn to cooperate with Him. How, how are we to be alert and make our days count? Walk in the Spirit. Take up our cross, deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Him. Allow Him to save our souls. Brothers and sisters, there's nothing good about it. Let's not hang on to it. Allow His exchange life to live through us. Allow Him to lay hold of us. That we may, sorry, that we may lay hold of that for which He lay hold of us for. May the Lord speak to us. Lord, we thank you for your living hope. Lord, we thank you, you are a, a living God. 
And you are doing your work today. Lord, we thank you. You are willing to change us and transform us. Lord, may these limited years that we have on this earth count in your sight. Lord, sometimes the outward circumstance really discourage us. Lord, we thank you that we know that this, these um, uh, small afflictions will produce an eternal weight of glory. Lord, don't let us stay the way we are today. Lord, change us. Mold us. Lord, may we be willing to follow after you. To take up our cross and follow you. Lord, to be able to walk in the Spirit. To listen to the still small voice within. Lord, we pray that you may have your way. May you continue to speak to us. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. We'll conclude here.